Hi, thank you for making this life-changing decision by listening to the Kingdom Move podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejekun. This message promises to do nothing but set your life on the right track and give you loads of encouragement. So sit back, relax, and be blessed. And oh, do grab a notebook while you're at it. God is great. Because God is great. God is great. Everything associated with God is great. As of our non-great things, when they come to God, will take the qualities of God, and they will become great. As a matter of fact, that is why human beings are special, special um, entities. Special entities because we are made in the very image of God, and we are made to be like God and to do things like God. We are to behave like God. One of the, I believe one of the greatest sin in this life is to make your, your neighbor look like they are nothing. Because when you do that, you are, you are dishonoring the image of God upon them. You are dishonoring the image of God upon them. That's why God says, don't even hate your neighbor. Because when you look at your neighbor, whatever you do to your neighbor, you are doing to God's image. I mean... The reason why God said we should not have any graven image is because he has, he has already made his own image on earth. God himself has made himself his own idol. He has made it for himself, his own idol. So don't, don't, so don't attempt to do any idol because you miss it. And the idol that he made of himself is us. He looked at himself and made us. Are, are you with me? It's like somebody, an artist trying to draw themselves. So the mirror is there, look at themselves and then they are drawing so God puts us together looking at himself, looking at his, his, his worth. He created us in his image. That is why in, in Genesis, before sin came, God put man in charge of creation. Why? Because God is in charge. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Because God is in charge. Man is made to be in charge. Man is not made to be dominated by anything. Man is made to dominate, to have dominion. So that's why from the beginning, the Bible said he blessed them and said, multiply, increase, and dominion. Why? Because you are like me. Why? Because I've invested myself in you. Why? Because you cannot fail. You cannot fail. You see, there are more, as of all, we don't realize that we actually make greater attempt to fail than to succeed. Hey, we make greater attempt to fail. If you see a man who has, who has failed, yeah, his efforts have been plenty. <laughs> Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, you cannot fail. You can oh look at the one that says tell about it, it. I don't understand if you are failing. I, I can't understand. Me, I can't. I, how can you fail? Eh? <laughs> I do. The other right. <laughs> I do college. Free advertisement. <laughs> how can you fail? How can you fail? How can you feel? Bible actually makes us understand that creation even awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation is waiting for God's children to come to the realization of themselves. And seeing that, hey, I'm made to have dominion. In the sense, it means that creation is waiting to respond to self-discovery, to our self-discovery. That when we, when we know who we are, creation will respond to us. 
our environment respond to us hallelujah that's the reason why i believe that one of the one of the unfortunate one of the unfortunate thing about the church of africa one of the unfortunate things about the church of africa is the over exaggeration of the power of witch, witchcraft witchcraft is there its power is there no doubt about that but there is an over exaggeration that brings cre- god's creation under under um, or it makes us especially for us as africans we feel so powerless and we look like we can do nothing because there is in quote supposedly the presence of witchcraft or sorcery or what i think that's one of the unfortunate thing about the about the gospel of africa is <laughs> the over exaggeration of witchcraft because it places man at a place where we look like like nothing amen yet in my journey to greatness one of the things i realized that god had to struggle with it wasn't with the witches it was me the greatest thing god had to struggle with wasn't the witches it was me because once i came to the realization of who i was god the power and the grace and the fullness of god will show up because god has designed us in such a way that when we come to ourselves it is easier for him to be seen i'm making some sense it is easier for God to be seen when we come to the realization of who we are. That's why God sent his son, Jesus. What did Jesus? Why did Jesus come? Jesus came to live. When you look at the three years of the life of Jesus, Jesus was trying to tell us that, guys, hello, hi, hello. You're telling his people, hello, this is the way you're supposed to be. The first Adam made a mess. And you guys, for years, you've been confused. But this is actually the way you're supposed to live. Having dominion over sickness. Mm. Mm. Are you in the house? Whatever situation, wisdom comes in to, to solve it. So this is the way you're supposed to live. That's what Jesus said. Somebody said that if ever we want to know how God is supposed to walk the earth and how God wants us to walk the earth, all these two is embedded in one person, Jesus. Jesus lived as God will live on the earth. And Jesus lived as we are to live on earth. Hey, when you study the Gospels and look at the life of Jesus, it's both one, how God, you see the mercy that he showed to the, the, the woman, the adulterous woman? Yeah. That's a classic case of both God's mercy, expressing God's mercy, at the same time also showing God's wisdom, and also showing how God looks at us. Yeah. He did that, and then at the same time, he also showed how we are to live. So anytime you are there, you are confused. How should I do? How should I respond? Just look at Jesus. There was a time years ago, there was something called, what will Jesus do? Right? You meet him in any situation, what will Jesus do? And, and over time, the smart ones that have come out in the church say, oh, but Jesus is, uh, is, is, is Jesus. Um, <laughs> the smart ones are... <laughs> Is that Jesus is Jesus and we are, you know, human beings. He said, let's be practical. Let's be real. Yes, God knew that there was a need for practicality and real. That's why he left the throne of glory to come and walk the earth. What are you talking about? For real. He was real. Real. That's, that's how real you can get. God of glory walking the ground. That's how real you can get. 
Hey, God of glory going hungry. That's how real you can get. The one who created everything and yet is hungry. Ah, uh, am I talking somewhere in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is how real it gets. This is how real it gets. Amen. Don't let anybody convince you and make you look as if the Christian life, when you look at Jesus, it's not real. It's real. Now, you get this. Jesus is not half God, half man. That makes him whole. No. Jesus is full God, full man. The two complete in him. It means that Jesus had the full experience of man. So there's no experience you can go to him and say, Jesus, I know you are God, but you know, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> Jesus will just first laugh. <laughs> he said, when they pierce my hair, what do you think it will do to me? <laughs> That's why he went through the full experience. And I even believe that he may even have experienced it even far more than even what we are how do I know? Because he had the power to stop it. He knew the very limit of man, but yet he allowed to go. So he went to the fullness without lifting a finger to stop himself. Why? Because he wanted us to have the full experience of what it means to be man, to be sons of God. Because he knew that he is just here for a short time. Afterwards, we are going to take over. And we needed to, to know what to do. That's why after three years, he was confident he could go. Because he's been, he's been through the full experience after three years of ministry, but after 33 years of living. 33 years of living, he has seen it all. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? I want you to look at the, your neighbor nation and tell them, attempt great things for God. Attempt great things for God. Shake, shake the person and say, attempt great things for God. Attempt what? Attempt what? Attempt what? Christianity is not an excuse to live below your potential. It's not an excuse. Because it looks as if a lot of Christians are just looking for an excuse not to do their best. And what is those excuses? We are going to heaven. <laughs> After all, heaven will all. <laughs> After all, we are going to heaven. Hey, somebody said this. It seems as if the men who did great things for God on earth were actually those who had their mind on heaven. If heaven really is on your mind, then you got to do great things for God here. Yeah. So if truly you have heaven on your mind, you have to do great things here. You have to because you know that heaven, dear, it is sorted. Ah. This is where the real work is. This is where the extension of God's grace is, is needed the most. This is where your sacrifice means a lot. This is where your extra going means a lot. It is here on earth. It is here on earth. And I think that we waste a lot of our time and we waste a lot of our energy, especially young people. There's so much we could do for God, but we waste it. There's so much, so much. And I don't care where you are born. Hey, whether you are born at the insurance, I don't care. Actually, where were you born? Where were you born? Where were you born? <laughs> Say some corner, some sphincter's corner, build some, some pathway. Because it doesn't matter. You bear the image of God. I don't know. Can I remember? I don't require no uh, join on. One of the books I read where it says something. He said, Look, he said, when a child is born, 
he made this preference. He said, the minute a child is born in some village, being Calcutta, that's Indian, some poor place, and the baby cries out. He said, the enemy goes and looks at his face. He said, the, then the enemy fumes. Why? Because even in its powerless state, it has the full look of God in it. Hallelujah. So the enemy, and that's what we don't get. The enemy is afraid of us because we bear everything. It's like you come, you haven't done anything. God has already stamped approval on you. What did he tell Jeremiah? He said, before you were born, I already completed the deal. And I said, you are coming as my image and you are about to do great things. Shake your neighbor next year and tell your neighbor, attempt great things for God. Attempt. I can't even shake the one next year and tell the person, attempt, attempt what? Tell the person, attempt great things for God. Attempt great things for God. Why are you in the slow lane? Why are you in the slow lane? Don't, you don't know God's approval is upon you? Why are you on the slow lane? Don't you know that God has, has, has invested so much in you? Hallelujah. Amen. I came to challenge you. We cannot. There's a story of a young man in the Bible, First Chronicles. Bible students should know. It's called Jabez. Mm. Someone say Jabez. Or Jabez. Or it's a noun. So. How would you call it? Oh, Jesus. Are you in the house? You sure? Okay, so First Chronicles, let's, let's open this up. We can read that in them. First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. Bible said, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. When you're studying the Bible, it even says, Jabez sounds like the Hebrew for pain. <laughs> so when the, the mother was in pain, this is a pain. <laughs> they asked your mother, <laughs> what's the name? <laughs> pain. <laughs> the best cried out to God of Israel, oh, that you would what? Bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I'll be free from what? Pain. And Bible said what? And God granted his request. And God was. And God granted his request. Very simple. <laughs> Bible said Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Now, that can be a bit confusing. There's something this unique about Jabez. I believe that Jabez, like all humanity, all, all human beings, we don't realize that we carry something of God in us. It doesn't matter how we're born or who God gave birth to us. I mean, you could have been born by a mad woman. You could have been born by a mad woman. But there's something honorable about all men. Hallelujah. There's something what's honorable about all people. If you're going to be a great leader, if you're going to be a great leader, you're going to be a great person, you should set your eyes in looking out for the honorable things in all men. Are you with me? Because it is there. Sometimes people see whatever issue, like Jabez, by reason of some things that they go through, people can cover their honor. Sometimes some of us carry dishonor, not because of our own doing, but our father's doing. Hey, 
father was a womanizer here and there every morning, afternoon, evening. And sometimes, I mean, the minute somebody, you see a child, sometimes seven, eight years old, and the father is all over the place in the same area, very soon people will start. I mean, sometimes when insult, start insulting the child by the actions of the, of uh, what they call it, the father or the mother. Also, sometimes a mothers even put the dishonor of fathers on sons. <laughs> I remember one of my friends was saying, so I said one time the mother wanted him to do something and to give her something and and. And oh, it was even, he said it was just delaying, but he was going to give to the mother. And the mother is certain, the mother said, Your head is hard like your father. <laughs> it means that the mother has been measuring his life against something. And sometimes for us as Africans, the minute you are born, there's already a measuring line. And what's that measuring line? Third world. If you don't know, try traveling outside the country. Try traveling outside the country. And they'll go and ask you some stupid questions. Why? Because you are third world. Did you do anything? You didn't do anything. You were just born by a black person. On an African soil. Hey. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you are born by a black person in a, in a not an African soil somewhere, they would have been respecting you. But where you are born, for no reason... Because of the pain over there, they call all of us pain. Pain. And so, even before you want to jump, they've already told you how far you can jump. <laughs> ah. Look at the burden of, of, of nation debt that we are working in. <laughs> how many of us contributed to that debt? <laughs> <laughs> How many of us went to borrow the money too? How many of you have? Uh, did you borrow the money some? <laughs> but they said we are all owing. <laughs> it's already measuring. Calling us pain. These Africans. These Africans always begging. These Africans. So if you don't take care, even the way you look at God, you're going to look at God through the pain of others. So when you're going to God, your, your dream and your hope is, 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 you have to catch it to size through the pain of others. Am I making some sense? Huh? Hey, are you in the house? Let me ask you a question. A, a, a young person born in Dubai now, Dubai now, Who's going to school? Let's say secondary school, university. What do you think their dreams will be? What do you think I think they are dreaming about? Recently, I've seen a design where they're going to build in Dubai some ring with something extraordinary. Those guys set the limit and they break those limits. A child who's born right now will see that as normal. There's no impossibility for them. But a child in Africa. <laughs> As about you dream small, then you cut the dream. After you do it, cut, 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 cut. You come and bring it to a si- sizable you can manage. 
Yeah, even now I'm glad. Every day you are cleaning small, small. You clean here, you clean here, you clean here. Yeah, yeah. You say, oh, I want to own a um, production line and things. After you said, you say, hey. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Let me be real. And you cut it to, to okay, I mean, two shops together. And say, hey. Hmm. My mother, my father. Okay. Let me cut it. But I don't realize it's a kiosk. All they are looking forward to do is solving the problem of the chaos. Why? But the same person, if he was found somewhere else, chaos would be an insult to, the, to them. Am I making some sense, somebody? Look at the one next to you and tell the person, you have to break the limit. Tell the person, you have to break the I can't. Oh, sh- look at the one in the face and tell the person, the word of the Lord is you. Jabez, the reason I brought Jabez tonight is that if you have found some part of your life that is like pain, it doesn't look like the honor that you believe that God has called you. Do what Jabez did. And what did Jabez do? Jabez called on the God who created him. What I want to say is that sometimes when we are going through difficult and limiting things, we go to men. A man can only tell you as far as he thinks he can go. If he thinks he can have two houses, he can tell you you can have two houses. I don't know, even he's an African, sometimes he will tell you to say, oh, try one B. Because jealousy too is there, doesn't want you to come and, um, come and bypass him. Are you with me? But a man can never let you know that you can do so much. The only person that can tell you how far you can go is God. We have to look, young people, we have to learn to go to God like Jabez. Jabez, this prayer is not a congregational prayer meeting. It's not seven days supernatural empowerment and an encounter. No. The guy came to himself. I'm sure something hit him and realized that, look, I was made by somebody. That somebody should be able to solve this problem. And Bible said Jabez went into, into prayer. That's what I know. Because the Bible has written, but that's what I know about God. God is a God of covenant. That's what the Bible says. You have an issue, say, enter into the closet. Say, shut the door and come. And come and let's talk. Come and let's talk. We have to learn to go to God and tell God, God, this thing in my father's house that has become a mark, me, I don't want it. I want to be like you. I want to do great things. What has not been done before, I want to do it. Yeah, I'm not talking about in the house. Or oh, the African mind is, 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 is stopping you. Look at the one that says, Neighbor, can we attempt great things for God? Can we attempt great things for God? Hallelujah. Amen. The more I walk with God, guess what? It's amazing. The more I see how possible things are. And the more I realized that the limits that were there were not from God, they were, on my, they were in my mind. That's what I'm realizing. Like the way I go, the more I realize, ah, the road at the hop. My husband talks about, um, in one of his presentations, he was talking about um, the autobahn. Um, it's, it's a, um, how do you call it? It's a highway in, in, in Germany. That place, no limit. You can use, you can go as fast as, there's no limit. There's no 50 or 60. <laughs> When you're on it, you're cool. 
And they said after I think he went to minister downstairs and then the, the whole stay, they put him on that he should drive. They give him a car that can go over 250. Here is the road. Koi. He says, as he's going, 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 then someone says, hey, <laughs> why are you going beyond 80? <laughs> now, he said he couldn't go. And the guy was asking, why can't you go? It's so that the car cannot go. It's so that the road is not there. There's enough road. But the problem is his past. Where he has driven, the limit on the roads. So when he can press and go, he prays, hey, you can't go that far. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that's the way, I feel the African, the average American baby on the road of destiny, let's say the limit is about um, 150. The African is every 20, 20 miles. So there's always a limit. There's a limit somewhere all the time. There's a limit always. You turn here one limit. You turn here one limit. You turn here, you see the limit of police collecting bribe. You turn here, you see the limit of bureaucracy institutions. You turn here, you see this. So all these limits are all on the road, and yet you are supposed to reach your destiny. You got to be like Jabez. You got to go to a God who can deal with limits. Hey, am I making some sense? And tell God, God bless me. Amen. Have you ever gone to God and said, God bless me? He said, look, he said, God bless me indeed. It means that blessing so that those who are blessed, Charlie, we are blessed. But you, dear. Amen. I want you to ask your neighbor, is that the way you see the blessings of God for your life? Is that what you do? I can't hear you. Most of us, oh, bless us so that we can check our alpha. Hey, are you in the house? But uh, our sprinters or sprinters are about which is which? Our sprinters. Our sprinters. Look, don't let even how far uh, Isle Gunas can be. Isle cannot be your limit. It shouldn't be your limit. Don't do that. Every day when you get there, say, Lord, we are here to attempt great things for you. That's what we are here for. I mean, let it come to a place where all of us will take cars to come because the anointing is here. What are you talking about? That's why. Don't let the limit what somebody else has done, what I have done. No, 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 no. That's one of, my, one of the things I realized in great leadership is to facilitate. You see, great leadership is to facilitate the greatness of those coming. That's what it's about. If you're kind of, you cap on the potential of the generation coming, then you are failed. You are to be a facilitator. So those who are coming will do far greater than you. Ask me, but that's what Jesus did. He went on the cross to remove the limit, to remove the limit of sin, and says, "I'm bringing the Holy Ghost. You guys, I'm setting you on fire. Go further." How far did Jesus go? Jesus was just Jerusalem here around the Jews. But where did they go to? They went to the furthest part of the world. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Attempt great things for God. Tell about attempt great things for God. What did Jabez say? Let me just say the, the four things Jabez said in his prayer. I want you to go, when you go, go into your secret place and say, God. He says, he says what? Um, oh, Lord, that you will bless me and then enlarge my territory. So enlarge my territory. Check it. You, 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 the, the next one is what? Enlarge my territory. So enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. I can't hear you. Enlarge my 
I can enlarge my, enlarge my, enlarge my territory. Enlarge, in other words, extend the, the, the influence of my life. Extend the influence of my life. Enlarge my territory. Look, the extent to which you will go is going to be set by you. It's you are going to set it. And I have come to believe it. See, when I'm talking, yeah, those, those, some of you, some, those have been and see why, or those are listening to the podcast, know my story. And I'm not here because my, mom, my father was a wealthy man with, and I grew up with golden spoon in my mouth. <laughs> no. I saw that. Some of you listen. I said, I failed. I used to fail a lot. Academically, I used to fail. Finance wise, at the time the family was Basar. It was something else. But I remember there was one thing that was set in my heart. I wanted to be great. I wanted to be great. Look, the seed of greatness must be in your heart. I wanted to be great. Even I think what I was talking to you, I said, look, what's the use of me coming to fail again? Isn't that enough example of failed people? I said, so it doesn't benefit anybody if I fail. As one fact, look at one next to you and tell the person, if you fail, you're a useless example. Tell the person, tell the person. Shake the one next to you and if you fail, you're a useless example. Tell the person, we don't need your excuse of failure. We don't need it. We don't need it. Tell the person, what Africa needs is an example of your success and, and your greatness. Tell the person, what we need, what Africa needs is an example of your greatness. Leadership. We don't look, but this time we should get tired of failure. That is why I want to also say this. Let's not pick the habit of our, of our, our parent generation. Anybody, listen to me. We should do everything to help the person. That witchcraft spirit that is of our previous generation, we should stop it. Somebody is succeeding, then you want to bring the person down. No. Talk about it, advertise it, push them, spread it. Anybody that succeeded, look, let's have that mindset. We want successful stories, not failing stories. We, we are tired of, of failure. When somebody can come to the say, I see that, move away. We want the one who's making it, making it work. Am I making some sense? Yeah. Somebody is doing something, you're going to buy. Don't go, go and take money and go and buy from there. Even. Once it's working, go there and go and buy from the person. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? Hallelujah. Tell about God, enlarge my territory. Shake it up, God, enlarge my territory. Hallelujah. Tell the person, if you're having one, you can have ten. Tell the person, you can have, you can have ten. Oh, tell the person, you can have ten. I said, are you having ten? Tell the person, you can have hundred. Tell the person, is it hundred you're having? You can have what? A thousand. Oh, tell the person, are you having a thousand? Then you can have ten thousand. Are you having ten thousand? Then you can have what? Hundred thousand. Ah, what are you talking about? Hallelujah. I went to a gym and I liked one thing they put there. They said, look, your goals are meant to be broken. Don't make your goals an idol. Ten years, you are sitting by your goal. Quick, quick, quick and break it in two years. And go beyond that. 
What you want to do is set it out and go beyond. Let's attempt great things for God. Are you with me? Let's attempt great things for God. He said, enlarge my territory, Lord. May that be your prayer. Don't settle for less. Settle, but don't settle for less. 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 Don't set. I heard this. Don't settle for less. Settle, but don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Hallelujah. Amen. You've been given the responsibility of a small place. Pray and trust God. Do your work so excellently. And say, God, give me the whole, the whole institution. Yeah. Stop that false, fake humility. Africans walk in. Life is dear, small. We never be dear. We never be dear. No, 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 no. So you, you, you roam. You watch. You roam around. What you see, you see people in kiosk, kiosk, kiosk. is not a large territory. It's many bibiedi. That's it. That's kiosk. Many bibiedi. You see the Chinese people being kiosk. I don't look at many bibiedi. They are looking at taking the territory. Why are, we, why are we limiting ourselves? Amen. Then he said what? Enlarge my territory. He says, put your hand upon me. Let your hand rest upon me. Let me say this. You want to go far? Seek the presence of God always. Young people, seek what? When the presence of God is with you, it's like the hand of God is on you. There's no situation that will overwhelm you. Life can be hard. Life can be difficult. Kim, ministry is hard. <laughs> Sometimes after you have launched, then they vanish. <laughs> One of the interesting things about ministry is after you have done a major program, you've seen the crowd, the fully one. Everybody has gone to sleep. It's as if you didn't do anything. Ministry can be tough. It's also a place where because people have problems, people are intrinsically become very selfish and self-centered. It takes a long time to see reward. So if your satisfaction is on the presence of God, you want to quit ministry easily. You have to make your satisfaction the presence of God. Like Jabez cried, that your hand will be upon me, Lord. That wherever I go, whether the crowd is many or little, Lord, you are still with me. Are you with me? Whether the crowd is heavy or little, you're so with me. You see, if you are people driven, what is going to happen is that you are soon going to be, you're going to have more activities that pull people, but yet you'll still be empty. You shouldn't be people driven. You should be presence driven. Be presence driven. Are you with me? Uh-huh, that the hand of God will be upon me. The hand of God is a sign of approval. All that the Lord will always approve of me. Young people, in your relationship, in your relationship, in your relationship, in your relationship, when nobody is there, what you do with your woman, is it a sign of God's hand being upon you? The breast you are pressing. Is it anointing that has come upon you that you are pressing the breast? Is that the expression of God's anointing? Press. Keep pressing. Is that, is, that, is, is that? 
Person. What you are doing, if God's anointing is to multiply your efforts, <laughs> if <laughs> by this time you have you, you have you have children all over, you can start a ministry with your family. <laughs> Maybe that's the way you want to start your ministry. <laughs> Let me say this. Guys, are you in the house? It's a waste of time. Look, all of, all of us that walk in the path of sin will come to the place that is a waste of time. Sin in relationship. You see that once you enter into the relationship, you realize that you wasted your time doing that. Because the excuse we give ourselves is that we are going to marry the person. I'm telling you that when you enter into marriage, what you need to hold your marriage is not about how skillful you are in sex. I'm telling you. One of the key things for you as a man, are you in the house? Is that your woman must see you in light of God. Your woman must see and respect and honor you that for my husband, he fears God. And it will be very difficult for that woman to see when you are pressing a breast in the dark. After you press the breast, now you get married and say, can you tell me I'm a man? Or I'm a, you, which man? <laughs> she will even ask you, which man? Are you, are you, two, are you twins? But the one I, <laughs> and I'm telling you, 10 years in the same room with a woman. Think about it. 10 years in the same room with a woman. Let me say, think about it. Ten years in the same room with a woman. Women are so complicated. God said it will only take knowledge for you to live with them. He didn't say more loud. Read the Bible. He said, If you don't have wisdom, you can't live with a woman. I'm telling you. If you don't have wisdom, people enter with love. love. Go inside and go and ask them. Every day they are surprised. Yeah. <laughs> they are shocked every day. <laughs> they are shocked every day. That's a mystery God has put. Even God himself. Maybe the Bible. It's one of the mysterious ways. It's a man with a woman. There's a mystery about a woman. You let me know. Good. That's all the purpose of my message. What I'm saying is that save yourself the heartache. Because even, let me show you. If you are in a relationship, all you are doing is enjoy. And I know that, but you know, before I would, I know that you are going through difficult. I know that you, sometimes the weather is so cold. <laughs> Wear a cardigan. That's why I can't go and buy a cardigan. Go and buy, I don't call it, blankets. But what I'm saying is that when you set the precedent, look, I've seen marriages. Look, I'm young, but I've seen marriages. The, the level to which marriages are breaking is very heartbreaking. And Miles once says something, he said, look, divorce is so painful. People don't realize it. Because it's like death. But the one who's dead still lives. So your pain is perpetual. That's why people have things to exit and things. And your mother, your, your mother, your this is what you have done. Some people for years, they're seeing what your father has done and all that. Because they're still going through the pain and the hurt of divorce. That's why God says, I hate divorce. So when you are going to marriage, you go with it with the mindset that this is forever. How would you make sure forever? You see the building, a 
tall building forever tall. Before they go forever, they go what? Hit down. They build the structures. And then one of the structures, I don't, I don't care where you have reached. Whether you have 26, stop it. If you are going to marry, stop it. And start right. Go and tell the person, if they say you have found another woman, say yes, that's what you think. But it's tough. Last, let me see in this area. Uh, what's, what's this guy's name? Uh, the secular musician. So why it's resting, he joined Hillsong. Justin Bieber. Before Justin Bieber married, now I'm not using him as a because I, I don't follow, but this is just an example. When he came into Christ, or he came into the church, even though he had been having whatever with his whatever, once he came into the church, he stopped sex. They stopped it. Because it doesn't matter where you are, it's never too late to do the right thing. Don't say, oh, we've done it. No. Stop it. Stop it. Put a stop to it. Are you in the house? And go after the presence of God. One of the great hindrances to the presence of God in the lives of young people is sexual sin. Once sexual sin comes in, it's difficult for you to be entertain the presence of God. Because your guilt and uncomfortable, you're always asking God forgive me. You're always asking God for forgive me. You, you take away your confidence, you are not bold towards God. And, and meanwhile, that's not what God wants for you. Am I making sense to somebody? So wherever how far you have come to, tonight you're asking God forgive me, we are stopping. Okay, look at the one that says, God, tell the one, that, tell the one, look at the one and tell this, God is forgiving us. <laughs> tell the one, tell the one, God is forgiving us. We are, we are quitting. We are the one who's so able to tell you, suspected them. Tell the one. Only those who are married that they, they have the liberty to enjoy. <laughs> Lastly, he said, Lord, keep me free from harm. Lord, keep me free from harm. Evil will always try to take out the power of God. Evil will always try. Evil will always try. Recently, one friend of mine in ministry was sharing something that's so so heartbreaking. When somebody you are married to is the one in the cause seeking the enemy into your life. <laughs> when he said it, I realized how so true some scriptures are. Deliver me from evil. You see, when you know your, you know your enemy, safety is easier. But when you don't know the enemy, when you don't know your enemy, and the most dangerous ones are those who are always in your cloth. <laughs> uh, they are the ones in your cloth. <coughs> Men and women who have made themselves vessels of evil. Vessels of evil. Vessels of evil. Sometimes somebody can come and borrow money, you can trust and give money to them, and you enter the greatest trial of your life. The greatest trial of your life. <laughs> Amen. That's what your prayer should be like Jabez. Lord, deliver me from evil. Some things they are good, they look okay. Only God can tell that the end will be evil. Some of us, you remember when we went to school, your friend, the one who was sleeping on top of you, he looked like a good boy. But he was the one who led you to a shower. 
the good looking handsome face he was the one that led you to a shower to removing drawers uh, tell the one next to you deliver me from evil oh lord deliver me oh shake and i said deliver me oh lord from evil from evil friends evil 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 Most, most evil things that we learn, somebody taught us. Like the way Paul was sharing. It looks as if it's good. Like Papa teaching keyboard. He said, come, let's, let me teach you. Let me teach you how to play. Then one day you come, then open and say, yeah, we're watching today. We're watching Pong 101, Pong 102, Pong 103. Practicals. <laughs> Sometimes people who have been led to gay life have been led by their cousins. People they trusted. That's my word. Research shows that sexual abuse, um, higher percentage of, of it is done by people that is unknown by their victims. Let's say that only God knows the evil intentions of men or the evil intentions of the devil. As a, woman, as a devil, the devil can't take anything. All that he thinks is evil. Only God knows. So like Jabez, what am I saying? God has called us to be great. Let's see greatness. Let's go after greatness. But as we go look, we need to enter into our, our closet, shut the door, and enter into a covenant of prayer with God. It's not a program. It's not here when the man of God says, yes, we can guide and all that. But there must come a time in your life where you have to tell yourself, look, I want to be great. And I'm not going to allow anything to destroy me. Maybe you are smoking, you are drinking, you have started something that is wrong. Today, let today be the day where you say, Lord, I'm choosing greatness. And I'm entering to that, that closet with you, oh God, that God, that you will bless me, Lord. Enlarge my territory. Let your presence be upon me. Deliver me from evil. Lord, bless me indeed. Bless me so much that my life will be a blessing to many. And I know God is going to hear you. Yeah, am I making some sense, somebody? Are you ready in the house? Shall we rise up on our feet? Amen. Lift up your head right now, wherever you are. Let's just thank God first. Just thank God. And second, just thank God. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank God. Just bless His name. Wherever you are, just thank Him. Just thank Him. Come on. Thank you and God bless you for listening to this message. You can get interactive with Pastor Roderick Ijekumo on his social media handles. Facebook at Roderick Ijekum, Instagram at Roderick Ijekum, Twitter at Roderick Ijekum. You could also get interactive with Christ for Youth International on Facebook at Christ for Youth International, Instagram at ConnectCYI, Twitter at ConnectCYI. This has been the Kingdom Move Podcast. Thank you and do stay blessed.